say I'm bitterly disappointed in the officiating. Can't make that any more clear. This is Technically Foul. I'm Chase Richard. I'm Drew Helcher. We're going to just get right the fuck into it. Uh, so you just hear the quote from Harbaugh there talking. This is the 2016 uh, Michigan is ranked number three. Ohio State's ranked number two. It's only actually the second time in the school's both histories that they were both ranked in the top three. Uh, and of course, JT Barrett gets the ball on fourth down. It's double overtime. It's the first time any 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 time that both teams went to overtime against each other, let alone double overtime. Uh, and in my opinion, I thought it was short of the sticks. It, it looked like he got hit uh, on the goal line for a progress stop, but his foot never comes down beyond the line. A lot of Michigan fans still, of course, salty about it. We're talking about it now in 2020. That took place in 2016. Right. Um, but what ended up happening because of this call, though? Can You got to lead on to, like, it was a double overtime. They ended up, what, what, where was the ball already? On the 20? Yeah, college football rules places the ball, I believe, on, like, the 25-yard line. Michigan's up by three at this point. Um, so you can kick a field goal or you can you can get the touchdown, of course, and this would have forced them to at least try to kick a field goal. Instead, they'll go on to get the first down and eventually win the game. And then Michigan would have beaten Wisconsin, is what someone said. But yeah, no, they Wisconsin was a good team that year, but I think that Michigan was better. Michigan obviously was ranked number three in the country, and it, it, unlike today's sports, it wasn't overinflated. I feel like a lot of times today teams get ranked uh, higher than they should be, and then you know it's the beginning of the season, and then they play on. Of course, is at the end of the season, and Michigan ultimately doesn't go on to the playoffs. You know, this was the first year of the college football playoff where they did the new format. Um, and Ohio State ultimately wins it all. So, I mean, kudos to, to Ohio State for even going on and continuing to win everything, but it would have been Michigan in that role had they stopped him there on fourth down. And, of course, that's pending a field goal kick and everything else that comes along with it, but I, I do believe that Michigan was the better team that year, and there was some pretty poor officiating. Pass interference calls that didn't belong there, uh, and ultimately, of course, it eventually would cost Michigan the game. I'm not one to typically blame referees, uh, for losses because there are things that that team could have done differently. But a couple of phantom calls and, of course, the fourth down stop was enough to kind of put the nail in the coffin for Michigan that season, which unfortunately was their best one in recent history. Yeah, Harbaugh's done a lot more talking than results, which kind of sucks. But the overall scope of this, I think we can both agree on, is suck our dicks, refs, and Ohio State University in general. Uh, if you associate with them, you're also probably a butthole. Like, I know LeBron James... <laughs> Really, really cheers on his Buckeyes, but you can go fuck yourself, LeBron. I know he listens to our podcast, so he's going to hear this and get really upset. But you know what? I'm sorry. Stick to basketball professionally. Don't worry about college because Ohio itself is just the armpit of America. Yeah, I didn't get a Taco Tuesday shout-out yesterday from LeBron, so fuck you, LeBron. And I'm not a big fan of Ohio State either. So, Oh, my God. But we're going to get into kind of like controversial calls like that and shit that could have been shit that was fuck ups just all that crazy stuff um what one do you even want to start on do you have a favorite that you like or i mean that is a favorite of mine because i'm, I'm still passionate about it after all this time um okay well one of my favorites involves your team and poop um paul pierce <laughs> <laughs> paul pierce his wheel infamous wheelchair game where he has to get carted off in a wheelchair to come back what like eight minutes later how long was it it took a, a couple of minutes it was a couple of minutes okay he gets back. carts nice off shorts. in a wheelchair and then come back and plays the rest of the game some people have said cramps some people have said it was just like a show like a stunt yeah right to kind of make it look like he had heart to come back into the game yeah i think the most embarrassing part about it is not that it happened it's that 
he became so irrelevant in the NBA that he felt the need to finally come forward and say this previous year, yeah, I shit my pants. I put my pants. I like, put my pants. That's the best. Like, to, to full out agree, like, I put my pants. I don't want anybody to know or see. I got a wheelchair. I got out of there. I got some new shit. And I came back and played because I'm a goddamn man. How little do people talk about you for you to have to come out and just say that out of nowhere? Just for no reason at all. Like, nobody had... I don't think anybody knew. There wasn't any conspiracy theories I mean, about there was a little bit like, about, like, uh, couldn't have been that bad if he needed a wheelchair right, and came right. back. It was never, oh, my God. You pooped your you pants? You pooped your pants. Yeah. You how- Caitlyn Bennett it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate her. Oh, my God. Gun Girl, suck my dick. I hate I know her you're listening so to. much. I know you're listening to. We have a very broad audience, you know, so suck my dick. You're, um, you're quite popular. I don't even mean to use that language and that hateful term, but Gun Girl, oh, my God. She, she just goes around preaching hated people and then's like, why do people hate me? It's because I have guns. And it's like, no. <laughs> you're fucking... All right. Uh, uh, if we're talking about things like that... Um, what about CP3 to the Lakers? Back when he played for... It was the Hornets at that time. The veto. Now, the, the league owned the Hornets. They owned that team. So, it, it did, they didn't have its own manager. It was owned by the league. So, that's why David Stern was able to stop, step in and veto that trade. Mm. But imagine what the Lakers could have done with him. Because you figure, ultimately, they get Steve Nash. With that point, and I love Steve Nash, one of my favorite point guards, one of the best to do it. Facilitating-wise. But this uh, was earlier than that, wasn't it? Mm-mm. Not really. Steve no. Nash, I thought, was later. He, co- he comes shortly is, this after. This would have been a young CP3. You don't understand how young CP3 was and how old Steve Nash was at that time. Though. I guess so, but I'm thinking Steve Nash on the Lakers with but Dwight I'm saying, and Kobe. No, what I'm saying is timeline. Steve Nash wouldn't have come to that team because they had Chris Paul. Ah. So there would have never been a Steve Nash. He probably would have still got Dwight, and who knows if he'd have still been softer than Charvin at that time. But they've got Chris Paul, Kobe Bryant... They're balling. That was the same time that Chris Paul was at the Clippers was when Steve Nash was in the Lakers? No. I'm confused on the timelines, but this Chris- brings us to the point of, I don't want to get on just that because this is a really good topic in general of what would you rather have seen? That trade not get vetoed, the CP3 to LA. D-Rolls have never gotten hurt. Oh. The OKC 2011-2012 Harden, Russell, Durant never break up or... Kobe and LeBron have a finals matchup. Okay. Cleveland Lakers. Here, I'll go first. I guess putting them in order, you got to understand there's a great chance, a very good chance that if the Thunder stayed together, not all of them would develop into the players that they would have been. I really agree. I really, really agree. A lot of folks see it like, oh, they, they could have been like the Warriors. Maybe. Maybe. But at that time, Harden again was a sixth man. Who knows where he starts to find his 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 flow and and kind of get things rolling? Oh, I, I know I know this. I don't think Harden would be who he is today. No, he needed to be a floor general to do that. Yes. So that's probably the least on my list. The next one, the, the importance of when LeBron plays Kobe in the finals. That's my big thing. Was LeBron well. going to be on a decent? Was he going to be on a stack team? Or was he going to be on that Cleveland Cavaliers team? Was Kobe going to be old and tired? Exactly. Or was he going to be in Kobe. His prime? Was he Kobe? That's was he, was was my thing as well. It's like, well, would you rather see the matchup? It's like, yeah, but was LeBron worthy yet? Was Kobe still right. the, worthy? And the problem with the timelines also is that if it's LeBron on the Cavs, then Kobe's going to wash him because he had a better team. If it's LeBron, LeBron on the Heat, Kobe's going to get washed because LeBron had the better team. It's exactly. not going to be so much about LeBron and Kobe as much as it's going to be about the picture about they had was the young LeBron around them. In, with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and it's like, and that was not a good team. If it's no. if it's if it's the new. The new Cavs with Kyrie in them, that would have been decent. But even then, Kobe's team wasn't good. Yeah, I so I would have probably, just favoritism, I'd have to go D-Rose, no injury, because that would be, 
insane. Like CP3 and Kobe could have made it work. Yeah, but it's like I think that would have faded as D Rose is still in the league right now, trying to make his I'm still here fight pretty much. Like it was in Minnesota when he dropped a 50 point game. I'm back. Don't sleep on me. But now it's like a I'm still here. I'm in Detroit hitting game winners. I think if he never lost, if he never got injured, who knows, man? I think I Russell mean, the Westbrook Bulls, would the Bulls be less were, important. were competing against that Heat team. Yeah. They were. Joe Kim Noah was a defensive player of the year. They were a good maybe, team. Maybe they've kept Jimmy Butler, too. Maybe, you know, because Jimmy played with them. If they if they got Jimmy, did they have Jimmy? They had Jimmy. After the injury or before injury? I don't remember. I think they got after. Because but Jimmy and Joe Kim and D-Rose all played together. Yeah. I, I mean, personally... I think the biggest reason I want to see more than anything Chris Paul go to that Lakers team is because it's not about what the Lakers would have done with that team. It's about what the league would have looked like, who they would have beaten, who they would have played, how it changes where people get drafted and, and what teams look like and what their standings look like. If Chris Paul league. doesn't go to the Clippers, who knows who they pick up? Yeah, it would have been a different league. Who knows if Blake Griffin even comes about then because it was Lob City, you know, like that was right. the thing. Um, do you have anything to say about Christian McCaffrey signing a fucking fat, fat, fat deal? Congratulations to him. I think he's well-deserved. I'm a fantasy football fan. I hope that listeners are as well. I didn't have him this year. I beat him this year, and it was not easy. I know that he's, he's definitely one of the most revolutionary running backs in the league because he catches the ball so much out of the backfield. Uh, kudos to him. I think it's well-deserved. Well if I had to say a really good fitting quote, I think it would be from The Longest Yard. That's how a white man runs the football. That so, is <laughs> I just I think it just really sums up, you know, the whole situation. <laughs> uh, did you hear about the Bulls? They fired their GM after 22 years. I think that it's about time. But my, I think so too. But my thing is, he came in in 1997. Is Weird there, time. Is there any worse <laughs> year to come in? That's after. I think he might, if he was lucky, might have got one chip with them. Might have gotten the last chip. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's tough because I, my mind immediately goes to coaches and they inherit these bad teams. And it's like, oh, two years and they didn't, they didn't do well. You're fired. And it's like, how are you going to develop an offense or build a system if you just keep firing coaches every two or three years? That was the next Now, problem. I know that he's a GM, but he's in charge of drafting. He's in charge of the way that, you know, player management. So... I think that he got longer than he deserved to make that team do something. And, of course... 22 years! I, at one point, he's had a lot of talent coming in and out. Unfortunately, we know we just talked about the Derrick Rose injury. He um, came in at the end of the Michael Jordan era and then has just been doing everything since that. So just think about the Bulls. He did a good job of getting Zach Levine. A lot of people thought coming off of injury he wasn't going to be a good player. And I like I think, Zach Levine. I think he's, a, I think he's still got the, the bounce in his steps. So. I think that the big dick play of <laughs> at the free throw line, I've got fucking 40 points, he says, and then throws up. A, and then, yeah, then throws it up from half court and swish. Oh, my God, dude. he's That's big pee, big pee, pee play at of the At that point, by the way, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, that was in the fourth quarter. They It was like a less than five-point game, and he just launches it and hits it. Yeah, the other team is shooting a free throw. He looks up at the big scoreboard, and I'm pretty sure he's trying to talk shit to somebody that's trying to sh talk shit to him. I believe he it was his coach, actually. Or something. It was his coach. It might have been his coach. And he looks up and just says, I've got fucking 40 points. And then launches it from half court and, and then, sinks it. Yeah, and then pulls a half court three. Close game, and then just drains it, dude. Drains it, it was insane. Big PP play of the week. Big PP play of the week, for sure. That's what I would have to say. Is we big we might have to add that to the segments. Big PP play of the week. That might be. What was it? Yeah. Big PP play of the week, because that was that was the shit. 
Dude, I ever since then I'm a Zach Levine fan. Oh, you we play- went to go play basketball and we were just doing it. We were quoting it and shooting from half court. And did we do good? No. I did it once. But we did do that. I did it once. I did it my first time when I yelled, I got fucking forty and I chucked up and I did it and I've never been able to do it since. Yeah, that that's usually how that's that's a yeah, But I got it once. God I miss basketball. Oh, we're not gonna talk about it. No corona news. I mean, other than the Tour de France was postponed. Sad. I don't really give a shit about your bites. <sighs> yeah, but... I gotta pretend to care about it because we're a sports podcast. I'll say that it's it's a historic event, and I'm I'm glad that it's not canceled and rather postponed. Exactly, and which would kind of leads me to the fact that the 2020 Olympics are moved, the Summer Olympics are moved to 2021, but they'll still be called the 2020 Olympics. This is gonna, this just I think it's just gonna show how weird our culture is. Even given they say if 2021 summer is. Some health well, there's a lot of speculation said, that sports won't actually have fans in the crowd until 2021 where they'll finally have a vaccine. Exactly. If, and when we get a vaccine, they can't have fans in the crowd, which sucks. I got a Christmas present of Celtics tickets against the Pistons. Uh, I don't get to go to that. And who yeah. knows when I'll get to. But uh, aside from me and how, you know, jumping back to Olympics, who knows if there'll be fans there for it, which is still a strange concept to me anyway. I feel like it's very one-sided. Your country's hosting the Olympics. I wonder who the fans are going to be. Yeah, I... It's weird. It's weird times. Like they brought baseball back to Taiwan. Had their first I game. I saw that. Yeah. With no, imagine just cranking well, they do one have fans. all the way out, and you're like, "There's nobody there to catch it. There's nobody there's there to nobody cheer." There to cheer. I, but there are fans. There's just little cutout boards and mannequins. Like it's a weird mix of like literally cutouts and mannequins. I'm waiting for that highlight. Just sitting in the crowd, just cranking one of their heads off. Like a baseball gets smacked in, out into the outfield. And it, it, it just goes right into the sands and just smacks one of those mannequins' heads off. That's going to be hilarious. To. Like, That's keep your eye on the ball kind of thing. Like, the America said they're pushing to bring back baseball. Fucking don't. No, dude. No. It's America's pastime, man. I know, but no. who watches baseball? I'm not going to get into my baseball hate because we're they're doing They're doing a lot I to know. try to shorten the game and to make it a little bit more exciting. People love home runs. They're, those numbers have progressively gone up over the yeah, past Yeah, people love slam seasons. dunks. That's my argument. Is people go, like, my dad says... My dad's not much of a sports watcher other than football occasionally, but he says basketball is so boring. He says it's so back and forth. And I agree. If you get really, like, I'll put on a game and I'll find myself, like, nodding off to it because it's, it's soothing to me because it's just very back and forth. But it is exciting. There is slam dunks. There is I would rather watch a game pointers. end 100 to 101 to 0 to 1. Yes, agreed. That's I my I struggle to watch sports Everyone's like, oh, they finished nil. And it's like zero, you can zero. see a slam dunk. When it's like, you can see a home run. It's like, yeah, but how often? Like, leading home run leader, this is going to be out of my ass and probably alive. But it's like, he got 40 home runs this year. And I was like, all right, how many games That's they That's a play? very good number. Okay, Unfortunately, great. That's a pretty average great, great number for home runs. 40 home runs. How many fucking games do they play? Yeah, quite a few. 182, I believe. Exactly, <laughs> bro. How many st- you got to figure, you've got, what, three at-bats a game? I know, but just take that stat and go, how many dunks do you think LeBron gets a game per how many games, bro? Is that's that's 182 why games I watch a season. basketball. If there's 182 games a season, and you go to bat four times per game, you're talking 728 at-bats in a season, you hit 40 home runs out of seven over 700. That's still that's 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 a pretty low number. Now, mind you, that's just one player. They can be multiple players. Okay. Ah, man, I don't know. Okay, I hate it though. I w- I wish I liked it, but I can't. It's so fucking boring. And every baseball player's like. You gotta fucking have someone skilled to play baseball because they fucking, when they throw that ball, it's coming fucking. Listen, well, you gotta listen, play both. listen, listen. When they throw that ball, it's coming fucking fast, all right? You know, you gotta fucking, you gotta I be like, ready to swing. If you blink, you'll miss that fucking ball twice, boy. You gotta be ready to fucking swing. I hate it, dude. I 
Hate it. Here's Great. the thing. So does it. soccer and basketball. You gotta react quick. It's called fucking sports, here's buddy. Where here's where I'm confused. Baseball's America's pastime. I know. You used a very good American accent at that, but most players are Puerto Rican. You should have gone a little more Puerto Rican on that. I'm but. talking about baseball's <laughs> fans. Oh, for I'm sure. talking about baseball's defenders because I can't fucking stand it. I'm sorry, but it's boring. It's but I will give that too. Soccer, biggest sport in the world, boring as shit. Soccer because so, we're American. Well, I love to play it. I play soccer, but they don't have and football. It's so exciting. They True. don't have football, and their basketball team sucks. So of course they love soccer. True. Soccer is so exciting to play. It's really weird. It's a lot like basketball in that like you have it's one on one. You're fighting over the ball. You might lose it. You know, it's a lot like that. But to watch it, oh my god, I can't watch it. I'm a soccer fan. I only watch important games, and even that's a lie. So, <laughs> that's a lie. All right, what do we got next? Oh my god, I don't even know. We just went off into. Well, we went on a bit of a tangent there. I think we got a little off subject, but. Do you think D Book would fit well in Philly? Ben Simmons was re- doing an Instagram live and was reading off comments, and he says, "Bring D Book to Philly." He was just reading off comments, but. Not that no. bad. No. 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 Tell me why you think it would be good. I mean, you think Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Devin Booker. You you hear those names and you think that's a that's a team. Yeah. But then you realize, and and I'm gonna get some flack for this. You're talking most teams that win championships have a five star player, a four star player, a three star player, and role players. Right? You think of the Miami Heat, LeBron, Wade, five, Bosch. four, yeah, LeBron. Kyrie, Kevin Love. Okay. Kobe, Powell, Lamar Odom. Okay. Kobe, Shaq, Derek Fisher. Okay. Whatever way you want to flip that. Whatever way you want to flip that. That one's tough. Whatever. Whatever way you want to flip it. Those are that's the formula to win a championship. Okay. Steph, Clay, Durant, and whatever order you want to put them in, whatever. That one doesn't work. That one doesn't work. That one doesn't work. Two fives and a four, though. No, you got two fives and a. Clay's a four. Don't be disrespectful. Don't be disrespectful. I say three and a half. He scored 60 points off 12 dribbles. I know. That's what I'm saying. He's off 12 dribbles. He didn't have to do shit for it. He caught and shot the ball and hit 60 points. I know. That's impressive. When you look at that team, you've got... I'll I'll give Joel Embiid a four. I'll give Ben Simmons a three. And I'll give Devin Booker between a three and four. You put any other great shooter in that role, they can do that. You put any other good shooter in a role where you're like, hey, we're going to facilitate really well. you got to fucking stand there and shoot. All you do is catch and shoot. Steve Kerr. Coach of that team. That's what I'm saying. Did it with the Bulls. Steve Kerr could do that. My, Continue. My thing is... Impressive. I Continue. think that... I think that that team doesn't have that premier player. And if it is, then that player is Joel Embiid. And Facts. you can't do it with a center in the NBA anymore. It's, it just doesn't work like that anymore. But you wouldn't like Devin Booker to try and take over? I wouldn't mind watching Devin Booker try to play, but I think that Ben Simmons needs the ball in his hands. He's not the shooter, He's but he needs to be the facilitator. And I think Facts. Devin Booker's taken that role on a little bit in the Phoenix Suns. I believe that they'd be a good team. I don't know where they would rank. And I, I know you're not a big fan of when I when I try to rank this way. I think that they're at best a third seed. And I don't think they're getting past any premier team. The Celtics would hurt their feelings, I think. I think they'd beat the Celtics. Uh, it'd be a good It would be a good line. They're not going to beat Giannis. Giannis, yeah. the five-star player. Chris Middleton, the three-star player. And the role players on that team are better than, than that But that, that's insane, that though. Because that, that just comes down to Giannis being fucking insane. That's true. But you need that player. Yeah. You need that LeBron. You need that Shaq or Kobe or whoever you want to say it. Yeah. That Kevin Durant. Everyone balance the league. Um, do you think that Dwight Howard's a Hall of Fame player at the end of his career? Wow. Um, yeah. If you... God. He, he reminds you, know me, you have told me before, 
he was the best in the league yes, by absolutely. far for without a, a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt. But you have to understand that was on the Orlando, Orlando Magic and the beginning of his career. Yeah, and I can't even really say first half anymore. That seems like a, a lifetime ago. Yeah. From then, he bounced from Lakers to Rockets to the Hawks. I think he went somewhere else in between there too. Somewhere. Wizards? Did you say that? One? I don't. Did he play for the Wizards? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He played for the Wizards, yep. and now you know he's back in the Lakers. Here's the thing: Dwight is is doing better now on this Lakers team than he has in any previous roles. He did okay, of course, with the Rockets. But he lost his touch. I think he lost his drive. He doesn't have much heart anymore. My thought process is that if you, it, it's it's like we took Kobe and we said, hey, your eight career and your twenty four career, those are both Hall of Fame worthy. You'd have to do it like that with Dwight. Hey, Ouch. you're Hall of Fame worthy when you played for the Ouch. Magic, and then you lost it, and you're trying to to do something. I think maybe if he wins a championship with LeBron and the Lakers. You It'll push help. him in. He's not a first ballot, but you push him in. But if if you look at who he was on the Magic compared to who he is now, it's a he's, different a, player. he's a hollow shell of who he used to be. All right, one more quick basketball. And one. that's by the way, that's not by the, the way basketball changed. No. Basketball changed and ruined the game for the centers a little bit. I get yeah. that in big men it's hard. I just think that Dwight lost his touch. Just the fact that how many big men have come and gone. Like, Let's think about this. Over the past, just the f- time I've been watching basketball recently that we have been friends, how many centers out of this list have been the best, quote-unquote, at the game in that period? Ready? Carl Anthony Towns. Boogie Cousins. Fucking Rudy Gobert at one point. Uh, Joel yeah. Embiid. Fucking, I'm trying to think of other ones. I, you know what? How many times jumping, is that Jumping the to the best? subject of Cat, I... I First of all, rest in peace to his mother. Yes. It's unfortunate to hear that she passed away. And I, very that sad. Very sad. Yep. Um, but when you talk about Devin Booker going to that, that Sixers team, that's what I picture is Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves. They have a good team. They had Jimmy Butler. They had Cat. Yeah, Jimmy Butler had, had that team. That's they had different. Andrew Wiggins. They had, it's the same thing. And Wiggs ain't. Wiggs it's ain't, the same thing. Wiggs ain't as good. He is falling off, I think. I hope I he mean, finds he's going to do Warriors. better now, I think. Well, yeah, I, and now they got D'Angelo Russell, and you know what? They're still not really winning. That's what I think the Sixers well, are in that role. Wiggins is at the Warriors now. Well, yeah. No, check that. Yeah. yeah. But they've got D- they got D'Lo. They have D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Do you think AI and T-Mac would have been one of the best backcourts to play the game? If they were together? Yeah. Healthy? Healthy. In their prime? That's unfair. Is it? Really? I mean, that's unfair to make that assessment. Can you? How fair is it to say, hey, do you think that if I took this player and this player, who both... Who both had potential but didn't have talent or maybe got injured and they're both in their primes, they'd be the best to ever play together, even though that wasn't really the case. In my honest opinion, if you can take any backcourt duo of all time and put them together, sure. Yeah. I, I will bite and say then yes. If you can do it that way, yes. But then we once again jump back to Kobe and Chris Paul. Yeah. What would they have done? Yeah. What have Steph and Clay done? Can you discredit them? Steph and Clay, you cannot. It fucking annoys me when people discredit them because you can't. They've, they've changed. They were the drafted game. together. You cannot discredit that team. Other they than the KD thing and who would have signed through the best a player shitty... in the league. Oh, I know we did a Michael episode, but this is just a quick one. Do you think the last chance doc is being dropped earlier to save the GOAT title? Wow. Um, That's I, what it's been someone I, said. I think when Kobe passed away, people tried to get away from the conversation and they said, you know what, we're not comparing anymore from now on. We're just yeah. appreciating. Yep. Uh, but then LeBron was about to win a title in L.A. after he said he had been washed. After he missed... A, did he miss the playoffs last year? What happened? They did not make the playoffs last year. After LeBron got missed, injured and I think he missed about 40 games and they end up falling After he the misses playoffs. a playoff, after he's been totally doesn't watch, after he comes back and has a hell of a half of a season, after Kobe dies and now he's got to bring that title to L.A. And that would probably really help that. They tied the Celtics for most all time. I know most of the Celtics came back when there was yeah. like eight teams in the league, but don't discredit them. Championships for championships. Um, That's what I'm saying. I think that... I think that 
people are bored because of everything going on and they miss the old NBA. They miss where it was it was a tougher league. I'm not gonna answer this. I'm gonna leave this up to our listeners to answer. Do you think that do you think that LeBron is being a little bit shadowed. A better question to ask him is do you guys think Tom Brady is a piece of shit? I brought it up in oh one of our episodes. God. I've brought it up in one of our episodes, and then immediately after recording that episode and releasing it, I learned that Tom Brady and his people have filed for the copyrights of Tampa Bay. What a piece of shit. You don't want to hear about Drew Orleans? No. That's why he <laughs> didn't do it. Tampa Bay? What a goddamn. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. No, but you, just, heard that that, you heard about that money, though. The money from those t-shirts and hats and stuff are going to charity? You're a liar. I am a liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, not true. that's absolutely not true. Dude, that's what I'm saying. It's like he... Uh, that's what I'm... He's just showing his true colors of like, hey... How's it going? It's been Bucket over here cutting. They're like, oh my God. Hey, Tampa Bay, baby. Tampa like, Bay, please. baby. Son, go over here and kiss me on the lips. Anyways. I'll tell you what. I'm not, I, I'm a Brady fan. I'm a Patriot fan before I'm a Brady fan. I would love to buy some kind of Brady gear, but knowing that he only signed a two-year contract and that's probably the end of his career, unless he does a one-day contract with the Patriots, it's a waste of money at this point. Yeah, I'm not going to buy anything Tampa fucking Bay. Get out of here. Yeah, oh, my God. Absolutely not. That's what you're going to see in Goodwill four years from now. And someone's going to be like, that was Tom Brady's thing? And they're going to be like, yeah. Yeah, if, maybe if it lasted longer than two years, it would be worth it. Yeah. But he's probably going to play if two he years was, and be done, though. If he was something like Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson just got big truds on his, tattooed on his fucking chest because that was their quote from his MVP season. Big truds, big truds. Like, it's pretty much like trust and trusting your oh, teammates. Oh, is that what that is? Okay. I'm, I'm, I think so. I feel I'm, uncultured. I'm, I think I'm white-splaining it, but I don't know. Um, I think that's what it is because they haven't really given an uh, official, and I can't really understand him when he talks. But you know what? At some point, they're going to find a way to put Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens together. They'll, they'll make it work. They'll make something happen. It's just a basic name, Tom. Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. I hate it. Speaking of football, the XFL is suspended and unlikely to return, which is devastating because it gave a bunch of undrafted players, a bunch of dudes trying to make their way back. It gave them an opportunity. A couple did, yeah. It it, it helped. I, I And it, it was entertainment still. It was football nonetheless. It was different. It was switching up shit. It was innovative. But due to this stuff, unlikely to return, which is shitty. I'm actually also disappointed. I, I, if anything else, just because it's one less sport that we get to watch. Yeah, exactly. And it was one less sport that people get to. Uh... It, it was different. You could just get completely smacked in the face, fumble the ball, and they'll come out of you on the sideline and be like, "Hey, you just lost the ball. You yeah. probably just lost your team the game. How does it feel?" And you're just sitting there drinking a beer, like, "Eh, <laughs> it's okay." God, the I'll XFL right. was something different. Um, and it's sad to see it go so soon. I, I and so the soon, definitely coming back. Yeah. I, uh, we have two conspiracies. We can do a little longer of an ep. Sure. Just fuck yeah. it. What do you got? Do you want to do the, oh, which one should I do? What, what, which one, one of them is more interesting, but older, and one of them is more recent, but proven. So it's not really a conspiracy. Okay, let's go with the older one then. 1985, the draft was rigged for the New York Knicks. Didn't get, get anybody out of that draft anyway. No, they got the first pick, but it was just, um, if I can recall, 1985. Patrick Ewing. Patrick fucking... You, dude, what? They rigged it, and I will prove it to you. I won't even show you guys the videos, but I will fucking prove it to you. The NBA had a deal with CBS. They were starting to gain popularity in the 80s. You know, they were starting to finally make their come up, but they couldn't do that without a very popular televised station, CBS. Here's 1985. 
you know, going 85, 80, going into the 85, 86 season, the CBS deal ends in 1986. You need to give them something worth watching. The NBA at this time is also, you know, it's gaining its popularity, but it's also in shambles with cocaine use. Uh, LA Times reported that 75% of players are using or have used cocaine during the season in 1980. So cocaine use is... It's the 80s. Exactly. It's the 80s. Everybody's doing cocaine. And basketball's starting to gain popularity. You're getting better players. You're getting Michael. And, you know, but they needed something to really save it, really give something worth watching. What better way to do that than to draft Patrick Patrick Ewing? Ewing. He had just won his Georgetown Georgetown, championship. Georgetown, yeah. To the biggest market there was. You want that? To the biggest market there was, New York City. But. I mean, obviously, that's all just speculation. Uh, he's a big prospect. It's the biggest market. But when it came to it, they did. They just recently changed, like two or three years before that, how they did it. Before, it was the worst two teams in the league had a coin flip. Winner of the coin flip got the first pick. Other one got the second pick. But then most people didn't like that because it's like you're tanking to get the worst record then. It's like if you're not making yeah. the playoffs, tank. You need the worst record so you can get that coin flip. It's right. an, yeah. If you're the third worst team, fucking sorry. So they changed it to the lottery where they put the envelopes in and they would spin it and take out the envelopes. 1985, they brought in a neutral party to put in the envelopes. Who is this neutral party? Only an accountant for E and M firms, I believe. You know, or something, E, C, something. In a firm that was the people, the accountants for the people that owned the New York Knicks. Doesn't seem very neutral. When throwing in... The envelopes, they've speculated that's frozen so you could feel it. They've speculated that the corner is bent. And this is what happened. You can see them. You can watch the video. This is an audio podcast. So putting them in. Boom, boom. Fourth one in. He th- there's a middle thing in the bar in the center to make the ball spin. Throws it on the bar, nicking the corner. Throws in the rest. They spin it. David Surd's watching intently. You know, whatever. Takes a deep breath. You a can, sigh, if you, you will. You can watch this on the tape. And he just goes... What are you nervous about? You're the NBA commissioner. Are you nervous about being in front of thousands of people? You've been on TV so many times. Weird. Takes a deep breath. Goes in. Reaches his hand in. Grabs a pile. Doesn't grab one. Grabs a pile. What you can then see in the old films of 1985, you can see it clear as day. I guarantee you, you can see it in front of him. The corner is bent. You can see the corner bent on the envelope. He grabs, not only does he just not grab that one, he grabs a stack Flips the stack over, grabbing the one which was three under, shakes off the other ones, and picks out that one. What? Why did you pick that? What? And I think that's why we're doing ping pong balls now. Yes, it should be, because you can't that just... That might actually be why we're doing ping pong balls now. Oh my god. It's because he cheated, dude. It was, it was so clear as day, because they were trying to bring a big player. That's like... They're, it would be like right now, after this, the NBA is dead. And they're like, shit, we need to bring a big player. We need to get... I mean, Zion's in the league. We need to get LaMelo. But it would be the same hype as, like, we need to get Zion Williamson to New York City because New York's doing shitty, they're the biggest market, and our league is dying, and, and we, we need, need to save to this, this TV deal. deal. We need to get this deal. Zion would be fixed to go to that. Would what would happen. And that's what did happen. Patrick, and I feel bad for him because if maybe if he had gone somewhere else, he doesn't go down as one of the greats because he didn't win a chip. He didn't win anything, you know, He is wild. one of the greats. He's a Hall of Famer. Exactly. Don't discredit him. And but I'm not. I think that his career would have taken a different path and he might have even won a championship if That's he was That's what I'm saying. I'm not team. discrediting him, but I've even heard New Yorkers say, don't hype him up. He's All he did was just sweat too much and get rebounds. Like, <laughs> Oh, my like, God. The disrespect. 
New York's brutal, though, bro. They are. They'll they be brutal their, with you. They're people to a higher standard. I'll give them that. So. Yes, but that would be a big market, and I think that's what happened. The next big conspiracy, which has been proven, is the 2011 dunk contest with, I'll remind everyone, was when Blake Griffin jumped over the Kia and won it, who in that dunk contest was, I believe, DeMar DeRozan, Serge Ibaka, um, another notable name that I'm forgetting. Regardless. Rookie. Blake Griffin. Um, rookie. Yeah, quote-unquote rookie. Quote-unquote rookie. Quote rookie. Ben Simmons rookie. Yeah, about to come in, and he's. this is before he wins the rookie of the year, but he will this year. First all-star appearance, I believe. Yeah, if he's a rookie. Yeah, but the first I didn't know if he was an all-star that yeah, year yeah, other than. Yeah, but going into the dunk contest, there was so many, like afterwards, they kept, saying so many people were like like Serge Ibaka was the biggest one I'm not going to go with the other people's quotes because people get mad and say oh, I was rigged you know like the past Aaron Gordon should have two dunk cost, contest championships and he has none I'm going to say at least one okay at least one at least one at least one you can't argue you know he should have year, at least one he should have had this one he should have had this one absolutely and it was rigged so you can always make the argument like that and people are always upset but every single person was like yeah but Serge Ibaka just would he was like ah I can't really say anything man it's in LA it's a fan vote. I'm not allowed to say anything. I can't say anything. I can't. I'm, we're in L.A. Blake Griffin's playing for L.A. at the time. Add into this, not only did he jump over a Kia, you know, proving the point, but Kia was the official car of the NBA. There was the, sure. the Kia... Yeah, Kia Slam Dunk Contest, yeah. Exactly. And also, three months earlier, Blake Griffin signed a deal, an endorsement deal, with fucking Kia. Where he jumped over the hood, by the way. Yeah. He didn't jump over the car. He jumped over the hood. He wanted to jump. What better way for your sponsor to get word out than but to listen. have a dunk contest winner jump over a oh, freaking Kia? It gets better. He wanted to dunk over a convertible so he could jump over the center. Like, he wanted it. And they're like, no, that's too dangerous. Plus, we want this car specifically. So, he didn't even get to choose a car. He was just. So, it's not his fault he jumped the hood. Mm-hmm. And. and well, because they wanted him to keep him safe, too. So, like, of you course. know. And. Uh, they had made a press statement at 5.26 that day. It was on a Sunday, the believe the dunk contest was, because it's after all the events. It's the end of the mm, weekend. All-Star game should be... Yeah, okay. I, so, think, I think the All-Star game is Sunday and everything else on Saturday. But continue. Either way, they made a press statement that day at 5.26. The dunk contest is at 7.15. Press statement, 5.26, is saying what events are going on that day and what times they are. So press can go there, get media. Get sure. One of them was a local L.A. radio show was holding the Blake Griffin Showcase where it said 11 middle school students will be doing a mini kid dunk contest featuring the winner of the dunk contest, Blake Griffin. They posted this at 526. The dunk contest wasn't even for another two hours. And they posted, with the winner, Blake Griffin. And then they ended up changing it. And I believe they said, with the winner... And then with no name, and then I believe they changed it again, and they said, sorry, they changed it to with the contestant, Blake Griffin. <laughs> now, bitch, you knew he was winning. You knew you were giving it to him. You knew he was going there to do press out. I, I, I'm going to say this. As long as he lands the dunk, I knew as soon as he pulled out that Kia. It's, it's the Kia, and I didn't know that he was endorsed by them at that point. Yeah, It's the Kia was. slam dunk contest. They pulled out the Kia for him. Who was, why was he the one that got to do that, by the way? Why was he the one that got to dunk, dunk over the Kia? Right. I knew as long as he, he played completed in LA, the dunk, he barely cleared the hood, barely completed the dunk, and it was trash, by the way. I knew that he was going to automatically win after that. Because it was he, in LA, it was fan vote, he played for LA, he was a rookie, fe- rookie quote-unquote, phenom. It was Kia, but there was so much added into it. So that just shows, like, that dunk contest was rigged. I like Blake Griffin, but, like, he, he, he stole a dunk contest. Yeah. Which is, like, I, 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 I,
none of the other contestants really all that notable anyway. I don't remember any dunks from anybody else in that dunk contest. No. And not because it was so long ago, they just weren't impressive either. However, I will say, if he was spoon-fed the championship, he was spoon-fed. I mean... Yeah, but they all, you, got, you can make the argument, it's just a fucking dunk contest. It's just for entertainment, and he must have had the most, quote-unquote, entertaining dunk. You know? Like, so that's... I don't know. It's garbage either way. Notable fuck-ups that we didn't mention in this episode. Chris Webber's timeout with Michigan costing him the championship, giving up a technical foul, losing everybody knows. That breaks my heart as much as the JT Bear. That's what I'm saying. There's a documentary on it that Chris Webber, there's some people that said he did it on purpose. I don't fucking believe it. There's some people... I'm going to doubt he did it on purpose. Well, there's people on the sideline that they show and they're like, well, if you look, this team is yelling, timeout, timeout. Well, yeah, if you think you have a timeout left, you're thinking, call a timeout. But if you don't know, you don't know. Uh, that haunted him, and I'm not going to bring it up again. JR's rebound. Fuck you, Hennessy. Uh, I don't think that was intentional. I think that he was I think he was drunk and high at the same time, drinking champagne on the airplane. I, I, I think that he's just an idiot, and he, he was... Or you know what? I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it's in the finals, and it's the biggest moment at the end of the game... And you choked. And maybe he just... Maybe My he thing a is... Reaction and he choked. I think he did, but I think he was just thrown off by thinking either there was more time or they were up or something because... He thought they were up, is what he... Yeah. Exactly. No player just does that. No, but, it wasn't intentional. I think that he was just... He thought they were up and he... I Still an all-time We make jokes up. about drinking. Yeah, all-time fucker for sure. I, I, they make jokes about him drinking and stuff. I think that he just... Fucked choked. up. I think he just choked. Yeah. And then one more, uh, Spurs game six versus the Heat when they went on to, you know what? They, um, they lose the championship, yeah, to the Heat in game seven. After game six, LeBron shoots the three, misses. He hits one before that, misses, rebound, Bosch, kick out to Ray Allen, shot, good. But game. even before that, they had free throws and they were up and, like, they fucked that game up and they gave up a possession. Like, even before the infamous, LeBron hits a three, <coughs> come back down the court, misses a three, Rebound Bosch, kick out to Ray Allen. Who was out of bounds? There's a picture. His heel is out of bounds. <laughs> but we're not going to go over that. He, it, they, they, they fucked at the last, like, five possessions. And then not only, like, yeah, that wasn't, they could have won it that game. There How was, a, Let me ask there was you. a game seven was still, it, but they, that was the game they had. Was it a loss by the Spurs or a win by the Heat? That's what everyone says. Everyone says it's a win by did the Did the Spurs heat. just choke and lose it, or did the Heat actually step up? That's what I'm saying. Everyone says it's like a step I think up it's by more the of heat. the latter. I think the, Spurs, I think the Spurs screwed it. I agree. I think the Spurs, because if like you, could, you were up by five or six, if you could, it was up by five. If you could have just put another bucket in. Yeah, LeBron shoots a three. Put another bucket in. Yeah. Hold the ball. You've got the greatest power forward of all time on that team. There's no excuse for you to lose it at the very end like exactly. that. Exactly. But this has been Technically Foul. I'm Chase Richard. I'm Drew Helcher. Thanks for listening.